You could call him that. You could be the only person other than his mom. How does that feel? I might have thought about that. Because it's super sweet and I love pet names. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not a pet name. That's his real name. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> I love pet names like calling them by their real name. Okay. The Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. 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 I was trying to find a different way to say hello, and it didn't work. Can her. we just can we just start saying her? Her, her. her. her you. <laughs> We're like pirates. Her. We're pirate like pirate drag queens. Yes, her. her. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, her, we're Mom. back. We're back. Hey, people! Oh. It's a, another amazing installment of your favorite show in the whole world. It the, sure is. Yeah, it sure which, is. Which I I want to say things like the Emmy Award winning. I know. The, Eventually. Yeah. Right. The like, Oscar-nominated Martini Lunch. We don't know how that works, but no. the future, a lot of things change. Po- so. The, the po- potty? The potty. No. <laughs> no. I, I got a potty for I, that. <laughs> I, think I, find, I feel like our show would get the, a lot of potties. <laughs> no. going on? I wonder what the podcast award is. You know there is, is a yeah. podcast oh, award. Oh, there has to be, First yeah. of all, why don't we have 80 of them? I know. But I wonder what yeah, it is. Like, like, if you're the, listening and you know, yeah. you should totally comment what the... P- p- I don't know what else it would be. The, like, the pop. Maybe the caster. <laughs> the caster. Uh, that's I don't horrible. Know. Cause I like think of castor oil. Cast. That's true. Yeah. yeah no. Cast- also, yeah. it reminds me of when we decided to name a porn award for a sitcom <laughs> we were writing that was the pornies. The pornies. <laughs> mm. And your character won one. I think my character in that sitcom did. It yeah, did. in real life. And so, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. True. No, it, I think that yeah, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Good times. Great I, something out there. We will figure it out. However, before we um, embark on that journey oh, to figure don't. it out, um, it's, it's, it's yep. exciting, sad, bittersweet. News. Panicky, panicky, beautiful, good, beautiful. You panic. know, no anxiety attack at all. None, none, none at it's all. It's not like you're living your everyday life with a little, you know, um, ah, dread. Not yeah. dread, but just like, yeah, just worry. Yeah, it's worry. Fine. Yeah, not dread. It's it is a, like a little person inside of you, not like a midget, like a little tiny person. Actually, yeah, inside of you that is screaming at the top of your lungs. And you're trying yes. to like, like, yes. like shut them up. That's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I like when I stress, I eat a lot because I'm just trying to bury them. <laughs> just trying to throw pasta yeah, at them. Like, no. Hopefully don't. No. But what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So this is officially our last podcast before we are in LA. Yeah. So it's our last like one next in week Spokane. when the, that one comes yep. out. Yeah. So it's the 27th We're today. In We're in LA on the May 1st. So there Ooh. you go. That's, that's, that's a lot. Four days. That's coming. Four. Uh, fuck. Shut up. I know, but <laughs> shut you know, your mouth. Shut at, the front door. At this point, it's like we're already packed. We right. you know it's have this. Just, guy I mean, it's a thing. There. Yeah, it's going done. going <laughs> forward, we're gonna have you know like pre-recorded channels. Like it's not like we can lie about that one. No, at this point. like just but, for a know, little bit. Yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It gives us, us enough time to make sure we're alive. Exactly. And then, then we're back to the you first. Live. The, yeah, like the first thing we get to LA is not gonna be a recording a podcast. You know, no, it's because most be likely we can't find that box. So just so you know, <laughs> yeah. 
And we have our office. That's the other thing I was thinking about. Yeah. Oh, we got to find the place to put up the I know. office. Even though we're I looking know. for a studio, but we also have this beautiful, this beautiful Honey, table that I love so much. It is much that gorgeous. We it is amazing. It but is gorgeous. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like looking at, at, at places is, was fun and, mm-hmm. you know, deciding. But there's so many things when you don't know until you're there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because you, exactly. well, you don't know spatially. No, you don't. No. You know, I, you know, it's so crazy to look back and, you know, remember the day when it was Aww. like, oh, it's uh, 130 days. And you're like, oh, cool. That's coming and up in the it, future. Yeah. Blah, and blah, it blah, never blah, felt blah. like you could still be calm. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and here you are. And then it's, it's like, like, oh, uh, shit. Here's five. Okay, be honest, days, though. Because yeah. mm-hmm. how hard was work? Oh, my God. You know what? Listen, let's be honest. Um, so, officially, both you and I, today's our last done. day. Done, All done. we have to do is jobs like, are done. get out of there. We, yeah. like, later today let's have a little speaking engagement. And yeah. then, you know, this is the weekend where we have our going fun. away. Yeah. And then we're out. Yeah. So, right, we yeah, have yeah. everything going on. But, yeah. oh, my God, my job, I love them dearly. I loved every moment lo- yeah. working there. Yeah. However, yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. here. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with the people no. or anything like that. But or the I'm, job. Um, it was great. It was quality, yeah. you know? I'm done, though. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's hard not to because you're, I mean, here you are. A yeah. few days away from moving down to a place where you're yeah. going to change your life completely. Complete. Completely. Let me just so tell you, know. you, I work with a wonderful lady that both yeah. of us know, yeah. uh, Jan. And Jan, Jan consistently, daily, yeah. would tell me, constantly, yeah. all the time, tell me, so life's about to change. And this is what <laughs> she'll do. She will sneak up behind me yeah. at my desk and she would say, life's about to change completely. Like nothing's going to be the same. And then she Thank pauses you. and she's like, how you feel? <laughs> I'm like, Jan! That's mean. But she's That's retiring, so it's well, sort yeah. of the same for her. Sort of the same. Yeah. You know, I, it's a good thing to be prepared for, but fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was brilliantly like, and well-delivered. Well, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Because like, everything stops and just fuck. fuck. I know. Yeah, yeah, there's that moment where you're just like, you know yeah. what? Uh-uh. Fuck. How That's would true. you sum up your move to LA? <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. It's... You know, we are very confident people, right? So we have yeah. the confidence yeah. that we're going like, to get there. Like, we know why we're going. We totally know we got that Exactly. Shit. But also, we're delicate. Yes. So, Listen. how about we need things to be good? We are delicate flower delicate princesses. Flowers, princess That's how that works. Exactly. And in 98% of our life, we are not. But right, in exactly. This, in this, we are. Yes. So, but. No shame. No shame. I here's what I'm excited for. Let me tell you. Okay. Is I do like a good road trip, so this is a big road trip. Which the other day I was thinking, I don't know for some reason, you know the little things that just make you like really comes come to terms and realize what's going on. Yeah. Oh, it's help like you me. don't think about it, but then like something help. happens and you're like, oh fuck. Help me. I want to. I yeah. want to come to terms. Well, no, no, this didn't. I oh, mean, this <laughs> did. This did. But it's just like. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, no, this will fuck you up worse. No, I'll tell you anyways. Here, it's the moment where, yeah. like, I was I was like, oh, we're going down. We're passing through this town. And then I was like, oh, well, on the way back, we'll do this. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. There is no way back. There is no on the way back. Because for me, no. anytime that I've done a road trip, I was like, well, yeah. on the way back, we'll go that way or see that. Yeah. No. No. No, no way back. So that One gave me a little panic ticket. attack where I was like, wait. Oh, that's fine. I didn't even consider right? knowingly that we were making a move. There's no way back. No. There's this is, this is like a there, here we go. And so wow, yeah, that would hit it. Yeah, that would so, hit home. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the road trip one way down. Um, yeah. and I'm excited to settle everything 
Oh, like, fuck yes. Just get it I'm in. I'm excited to get all the all mm. the boxes and furniture. Oh, my gosh. And, we're, and then figure it out. I, and do what my... What my um, tradition is, mm-hmm. which is I like to sit in my space, yes, just to feel it. I just like oh, to yeah. take it in. Oh yeah, that's me. Before I even do anything, I just want to sit in a space and just feel. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let it speak to me. I know. Let it start to f- like imagine it as home, so I can start like it's like putting the good soil down mm-hmm. for the for mm-hmm. the plants. I'm just that's the soil. I need to put down like this is home. You need this to shit in I'm that soil to... to give it some good <laughs> fertilizer. I get yes. it. Yes. I feel you. Yes. Put a dead fish in there, honey. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> it's ours. No, just put it And in. it doesn't even I, matter right, if it's like, you know, it's not going to be your you're forever right. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Wherever you are in that moment, Wherever if you that's exist. where you're going to exist for a certain period of time, it's important to to feel connected to oh, it. Oh, show. Sure. I, I feel that. I definitely Less. agree. It's your guru spiritual moment. I know. It was. It was like just feel your energy in the home yeah, first. Yeah, do. Which is true. You know, it's, you want to get there. Yeah. Um, depending. Well, no. I <laughs> have. No, I was gonna say we should bring a sage, but I'm like, you know what? I'm hoping that there's no need to worry about sage and true, burning the sage. True, but it's never but it's a bad like, thing. Know, Smudge a little. Yeah, you know. exactly. Just get yeah. a little. Uh, but I do have, and I haven't shared this with you yet, Ooh. the perfect... So we're getting in there. We're probably going to move a bed up or something. Right. And then we're having a pizza moment. Of yes, like, we here, are. We're just sitting just, down. We just need to eat now, it's right? It's just, yeah. Well, I found <gasps> the most perfect oh God, deep dish pizza called Dough Box in LA. <gasps> they do deliver, but you can also oh. pick it up. Um, I think I've heard of them. And they are... It's, it is so, it's deep. Oh, it is so deep. I do the like The pizza it deep. is real deep. Oh, it's so deep, you feel it in your delicious. stomach. It's that deep. <laughs> um, nice. And I've heard rumors that they may or may not be... In this, I don't know how credible of a source this is. Yeah. Have a lasagna deep dish pizza. Like, the pizza is a lasagna. Oh, I'm weird. I'm in. I'm, I'm in, in, too. I'm in. I want to so, know. Oh, that sounds like the perfect right. break in your new yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. Like, what did you meal. just do? Eat, like, the most calories you've ever had? Yeah. Yes. That's yes. okay. Because no, we yeah. just drove for three days straight, two I days know. straight. What the you know? actual fuck? Well, what's fascinating is we you you decided, and it's true, mm. because originally it takes about 17 hours. Yeah, 18. Well, and that's without breaks. Mind oh, you, this fuck, is straight through because we don't consider breaks. Yeah, this is straight through We didn't think that driving. we have you and the, d- Roscoe the Roscoe. And food both for you, all of us. Both of you have the same size bladder. Yeah. So what's so. a, you know, 18-hour drive at the end might be like Shit, 22. You're right. That's and, true. You know, true. an eight-hour driving day is going to be probably 11. Well, the smart thing is we're shaving off two and a half. Exactly. Because yeah. we're going to go, we're going to stay in the Tri-Cities, which is just mm. two and a half hours from Spokane. Right. And then it, it kind of evens out the day. It, ta- it totally that. does. Because yeah. it's a nine, a little over nine hour drive. So probably yeah. like 11 hours driving yeah. total. Yeah, and I then another how many times 10. you plan to stop. I know. <laughs> no, I'm incidental. Two hours worth of, of stopping. I guess you're right. It's not that much. <laughs> but I'm just considering like, okay. No, hey, better on the Stop every other edge. hour, right? Yeah. Two hours. Yeah. I could do That's two you. hours. That's you. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, two hours. So every Me, stop's like 11 10 hours minutes. There you go. Yeah. There's like a half hour there. Food. We stopped twice yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I get you. Yeah. That's I, what I I'm thinking. I know. Listen, people, this is an exciting show. It's so great. Just because so much fucking shit is happening. And it's about to get real. It's I'm going to watch because <laughs> we're going to be awesome. <laughs> Um, it's about to get real and I'll be crying on the top of our moving van. Yes. Um, yes. So that's going to be true. fun. 
Um, oh my god. But let's kind of change gear and talk a little bit about well, okay, so we're we're gonna talk to Jonathan Fernandez here in I a know. second. He's super our guest. quirky, super, super fun. quirky, super stylish. Oh my god, the we, man is the, his fashion sense is you it's can go to his website, it's just crazy. I, yeah, and, and he's, look, he's he, he's really he's good, a straight yeah. guy that has a lot of really good fashion, which I always appreciate. We I all know. appreciate I know. You know, what's wrong with that? His whole look is his whole just look is a just look. Yeah, it's so it's so refined. That's really yeah. what it is. He but has with a very such, specific... Which, which, with such sass to it and yeah, yeah, yeah. just a, yeah. an edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. he's very fascinating. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But fashion, you're really good. I, you, you have know, a good sense of fashion. What's so funny is Facebook does this, like, um, you know, five years ago memories thing. So I look at them so and I look at it. and it. I'm, Yeah, right. I know. Well, back in high school and I'm like... Oh, honey, no, 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 no. What are you fucking wearing? What are you doing? (laughs) So I look back and I'm like... I will say your fashion has refined. My fashion has very much refined, especially... And it keeps going. It's going to keep changing. Oh, yeah, it's an evolution. But I was like, shit, I thought I had great fashion back then. Honey, no. No, So it has really... Yeah, so it's like a journey. Stepped up, right? Um, My journey has just been on pause for so long. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it is? I want to change it up, though. We're going to be in LA. I'm going to have a job I actually give a shit about. And, of course, our stuff yeah so right i'm gonna have to change that up oh yeah no i have no doubts la kind of i feel like la will force you to kind of look at changing anyways because you yeah. have to wear shorts and and, and tank tops and right like button ups all of a sudden exactly. like little tees so i know half my wardrobe has to go away i know no <laughs> no sweater well sweater right some but Depends. not yes much, on that know. two days a year <laughs> <laughs> right, or if you decide, you know, oh, I'm gonna take a little trip over the mountains for a second. Yeah, right. There yeah, you, go. you just keep those in a yeah. corner of the closet because right. you're not gonna use it. Because you're lot. not gonna use it. Put them in yeah. a box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's just it, though. Like, I, I think our, t- our, our um, fashion is so determined by where we live. Sometimes it's, like it's up an influence. Here, it's an influence. Like mm-hmm. up here. All the time, will you rock like a sweater, oh, a little yes. button Sweat up with like a little are over, fun. Yeah. yeah, pullovers, cardigans. Yeah. Down in LA, it's no cardies, never. You no. know, you don't get that shit. Um, and Maybe if you do, some you're Cardi risking B. it. Cardi B, but no, no Cardi, no wearing Cardi. Cardi B, no Cardi G. Yes, because cardigan. Gun. Yeah, <laughs> I had to explain I mean, it. I because so, it was a reach, but okay, was, <laughs> there it is. It was a. Very big reach. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm excited to see that journey too. I know. Like, well, take a I, picture. You and know? you know how there's a very much uh, a look to a lot of Angelinos. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. That that a lot of them have that fashion. Mm-hmm. I did an interview, uh, a job interview, and it was so fun. Be- I loved how they looked, but I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, I there it, it is. There's the look. There's that LA look. I got you. Yeah. Oh, LA looks. That's a brand. LA got it. Looks. Now I understand. Got oh, it. Oh, okay. 20 okay. years later, I get it. Yeah, LA looks. Yes. Yeah. Like it's that. so funny. Like, if you go to Portland, you know the Portland look. Oh, you go yes. to Seattle, you know the Seattle look. Yeah. You go to LA, you know the LA look. That's true. It's so weird. Hmm. And honestly, when we leave and we'll look back at Spokane, <laughs> we're going to recognize, <laughs> oh, there's a Spokane there's look. There's a Spokane look, and it's and it probably can stay there. Good. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm Listen, like, we love you, it? Spokane. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. You're yes. awesome. And you have treated us so well for uh, extremely well. the longest yes. time. So here we go. Even if our, our neighbors are shady. <laughs> I love our neighbors, and then we that. found out that they, they talk about us. They talk 
some real smack. They, they talk some smack. Yeah, they yeah. lay it down. They spill the tea, and they spill the tea to my boyfriend. So yeah, and they spill the tea not, the right tea, person to spill not the tea. correctly. Like, no. That's tinged with some, there's shadows on the tea. Yeah. The tea's been overbrewed. It's been, a yeah, it's bit. a dark tea. Got a little bitter, a little very, bitter taste. Very little bitter tea. Yeah, so, mm. uh, yeah, bitter mm. tea. Yeah, I'm like, honey, make put some honey in that tea. Put it, exactly. Sugarcoat that a put little a bit, sugar. please. Yeah, give me a sugar cube of two. A two. That's Thank you. That's I want it to be at the bottom when I drink it. Because I it know. Mix it together. Yeah, that's that's the works. level of sugar I, I need. Anyways, we're going to be talking to this amazing guy. He's on a Fox's, um, I almost said 21 Jump Street, right. but that's not even no, in this century. No. <laughs> uh, it's weapon. Fox's Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. and he plays a character by the name of Scorsese, and we're going to talk to him a lot about that. But he's super fascinating. Like I said, fashion, yeah. amazing. Check uh, him out. Uh. He's also a lot of fun to talk to. So Right. Here we go. You know our next guest as the quirky LAPD examiner Scorsese on the hit Fox series Lethal Weapon. He's also one of the most fashionable actors out there, so most of this interview will be him giving us fashion ad- advice. But, okay, I guess we can ask him a few questions about the man himself. Please welcome the actor, the comedian, and, no doubt the legend, Jonathan Fernandez. Are you there, Jonathan? Yes, hi. I mean, that's, uh, whoever you were describing, that's a hard act to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, you know, we never see ourselves the way others see us. So we're just letting you know, letting you know what we have to set the stage. I know. So, I mean, you you were more awesome than you ever knew. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, thank you. I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, we are excited. Well, I let's start with this. I mean, your comedy has a long list of shows and projects that you've worked on. I mean, from comedy uh, for college humor to improv everywhere. Where did you Where did you get the start and the feel for being a funny man? Um, I guess like in college. Um, I did a lot of short form improv. There was this guy uh-huh. who just sent out an email blast to the college of communication saying, Hey, does anybody want to meet at this random uh, lecture hall and do improv? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I've seen who's line is it anyway. Let's go do right. that. <laughs> right. And we, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the only thing I really knew about improv. And so we put on a lot of shows that now are probably cringeworthy. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this was at Penn State. This was at Penn State, and I didn't know um, there was like somehow there's no improv team there. And right. so uh, this, this, so we, I was an inaugural member of full annual improv troupe. And, and years later, when my brother uh, went to Penn State, he was the first legacy uh, to be on the team. So that was kind of cool. Um, but my buddy in high school was all about uh, this guy, Larry Santana. Uh, he was all about the UCB show on Comedy Central when they oh, had yeah. the series, the sketch mm-hmm. show. And um, and so he gave me this, uh, to perfectly date myself, he gave me a VHS with like a marathon of Comedy Central from oh, wow. uh, of the UCB show. Right, right, right. And he was like, I think, yeah, he's like, I think you're going to like this. And I mean, a lot of it at the time, I was like, this is, it was either really weird or the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life at that time. And uh, so I was like, that's really interesting. So, Fast forward to when I was in college, uh, a buddy of mine was really into, like, he knew everything about UCB somehow, like, current, at the time, UCB, mm, right. Harold Knight, uh, which nights were which, who the performers were and stuff, and he was like, hey, when you move to New York after college, you should look into this, and I was like, uh, yeah, sure, kind of forgot about it, and then he let me know, once I moved to New York, he let me know that Matt Walsh 
yeah. who's one of the, the founding members of, of the theater, that Matt Walsh was putting together, or he was auditioning people for a short film that he was doing back in the day, back in the day when, uh, like if you remember in movie theaters before, uh, before move before the film, they would sometimes play short films that were, I guess, the first ever sponsored content. Yeah, so you'd yeah. see like a yeah, so you would see like a short film, and at the end, it'd be like, "This was brought to you by Coca Cola." And at the time, right. nobody really knew what that meant. Right. And uh, so he, so Matt Walsh was commissioned to do some short film. Uh, I think I, I could be wrong, but I think it was for Orville Redenbacher. So it was like whoever was. Uh, giving uh, the Clear View, or I think it's Clear View Cinemas, uh, whoever was doing their popcorn, it was for them. And so we did this uh, short film where he basically, he wanted someone, or he wanted a bunch of people who didn't necessarily look like the impressions that they can do, um, right. which I'm full of, because I don't think <laughs> any like ethnic characters uh, uh-huh. at all. And so I went, so I showed up to this audition, and I did um, Patrick Warburton and Christopher Walken, and Professor Frank from oh, the Simpsons. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then, then I got a call back with Matt Walsh himself. And that was, that was like the first like real famous person that I had ever met. And he was cracking, uh, cracking up and then ended up putting me in a short film. And then I was like, Oh, I guess maybe I'll take classes there now. I don't know. Right, I don't right. know to it. And you and then years later, I realized that the people that were in the first people I auditioned for before mm-hmm. Walsh and the people that were in the short film of mine uh, that I was in were all these like UCB powerhouses, you know, improvisers that I had no idea who they were. And had I known, I would have been freaking out. But oh, uh, yeah. you know, UCB is very insular. And you don't really know. Like there's people are very famous like within that, that crew. Oh, very, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, so then. I started taking classes and I was working in production at the time for ABC and uh, working midnight to eight. And whenever, uh, before I would go into my shift, I would do a class at like set from seven to 10 at UCB. And then I booked my first gig and I was like, this is the easiest thing ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like, it, it was like, yeah. it was like a, I was like, I was like on a sketch scene at UCB. And then a week later I booked the national commercial with Amy Poehler. And I was oh like, wow, gosh. this is acting gig is no problem. Wow. And then I didn't book anything for like eight months. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's how it gets you. Yeah, They're like, right. you know, here, it tastes like this. Now, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you've... it's, yeah, it's really, I remember asking my friend too, uh, John Murray, who at the, uh, at the time, he was one of the, one of those writers, uh, one of the fake writers on 30 Rock that you would always see that never yeah, had any lines. Sure, right. Uh, oh, basically, basically all, all those people are UCB people, by the way. Oh, um, really? And okay. so like, yeah, and uh, so it's really funny, really comical to see them in that situation and know that there's some of the funniest people on the planet, but they have, like, no lines, basically. Um, so, like, they... So I asked John, I was like, yo, what do I have to do for an agent? And, yeah. um, and he's like, man, <laughs> it either happens or uh, either just happens or it's, like, three years. And honestly, uh, like, three years to the month is when I, where I, when I got a manager. Really? Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Well, you know, you've also been on numerous... You have some good luck, though. You've been on numerous late-night shows. You've been on Last Week Tonight, Daily Show, Colbert Report. You've been on Jimmy Fallon Show, and you've even been in a, on a sketch in that. First of all, we need to know, do you just hang out with them all at the bar, and then they invite you to be on the show? Or how did you get to be on all of those shows? Uh, I, well, the Colbert thing, uh, the Colbert Report... That was the next thing I booked after the Amy Poehler thing, and so that was the, the eight months later, and um, and it was an audition 
And I think I just had to do like a funny monologue or something like that. Okay. And then when we showed up, we found out that we were doing we were doing a mayonnaise commercial parody because no. uh, <laughs> Colbert Colbert was like in a in a fake yeah. feud, or at least the char- the character Stephen Colbert was in a feud with uh, uh, with uh, what's that uh, what's that fake mayo company? The um, the fake mayo the, company. The, the, the hmm. mayo. Yeah, like it's like it's like male alternatives. That's like not. Uh, so it's uh, not Miracle Whip. No, not Miracle. Yeah, Miracle Whip. Yeah. Wait, is it? Is it that? Yeah, because oh, yeah, they're not yeah. real. Yeah, because yeah, they're not yeah. real mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. They're a really good salad dressing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, really good. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so they so they did a commercial that was like. <laughs> it was, it was oh, that's insane. so. <laughs> it was like all these like. That must be the strangest like audition too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Miracle Whip had, had this, like, insane commercial at the time where there's, like, a cool rooftop party in Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, where everybody was just, like, putting Miracle Whip on their sandwiches and, and looking cool doing it. It's so, <laughs> so asinine. And, and so, uh, so then Colbert and, and his writers had an idea to, to do whatever the mayo version of that would be, because there's, like, uh, you know, ma- ma- like, you know, Big Mayo had to have an answer to this <gasps> commercial. That's oh, brilliant. That's so, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the 1950s. Yeah, yeah so we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we did. So we did this commercial where. So I got hired, and I did this commercial um, where it was basically a bunch of hipsters in a in a cool spot in Brooklyn, just like going so over the top with like mayo. Like we were drinking mayo. We were putting mayo to make our uh, to make faux hawks in our hair. We were uh, we had skateboards. <laughs> we were doing out. We had this this one guy was doing, uh, on a skateboard was like ollieing over a, a mayo jar <laughs> like really yeah. stupid stuff, um, and yeah. So then that, so from there, then I got I just got asked to, to be like an, a fake page uh, at NBC for like a bunch of Fallon episodes when it was so late night. Yeah. Um, and actually, there's this one funny story where I uh, I was standing outside of one of the uh, dressing rooms and Ivanka Trump was in there. And, oh, uh, oh my and god! I was dressed like a and I was and I was dressed like an audience page, yeah. um, and as a costume. And so she comes out and she asks me if uh, she's like, "Oh, uh, do you know where? Uh, or can I get a um, like a BlackBerry charger or something like that?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know where that is." Like completely forgot that I looked like I worked at Thirty Rock, right? <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so I was kind of like shitty about it because I was like, "I don't know." And she was like, "Well." You know, are you sure? maybe you have like an, uh, you know, one of those uh, iPhone ones that are converted. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Basically, I was like, really, like, kind of just like, I don't, I don't know why. why and, like in my brain, I was like, why on earth could you possibly be asking me this question? Right. It makes no sense. Yeah. And uh, and then she was like, well, don't you work here? And I was like, no. I, and then I looked myself up and down. I was like, oh yeah, I owe you ten thousand apologies. Uh, I'm a total, I'm a total charlatan. Uh, I don't, but but the, it still remains. I don't, I can't help you. Yeah, right. Oh still no. Right. I don't have that. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I love that. You know, you go from these crazy, you know, Mayo commercial auditions for Colbert <laughs> Report. And now, I mean, you're on the hit Fox series, Lethal Weapon. I mean, it's based, so it's basically the TV version of what was the action comedy body cop Lethal Weapon way back in the 80s and 90s. So what what's new about right. it and what's kind of the same from the movies? Yeah, um, sorry, can you repeat that? You said what's different about it and what's the same? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, how much did you tr- did this show transfer from the 80s and 90s movies, and what do they bring in that's new? Yeah, I think um, I think the reason 
that the show has been successful has been because, uh, because from the outset, Matt Miller, mm-hmm. um, who's our, our, our showrunner and uh, he's the one who developed the show, he's in the, in the Hollywood television powerhouse. He right. wrote the script that really was just the soul of Leap Eleven, the movies, and that's it. And then just did a bunch of different stuff, you right. know. And okay. just in 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 hiring Clayne, like Clayne is very different from Mel mm-hmm. Gibson, and Damon Wayans is super different from Danny Glover, obviously. Yeah, right. And so just just so just those two things, you know, um, really allowed the show to be its own thing. And I think that's why people have liked it because at no point were we trying to regurgitate the originals, which that never works, you know. Right. Whenever you try to do a reboot that is the same as its predecessor, then people exactly. are like, "Well, why am I watching this? I'll just, I just rather watch the original." <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. The better version. So, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice to see something you know really fresh that still is the soul of the predecessor, and you know, having um, the backbone of the original, but just veering off and you know introducing new characters like uh, like Scorsese, for instance, and you know uh, having a psychiatrist be more involved and mm-hmm. and then also uh, the police cap the police captain being uh, you know if, like in the movies he basically was just barking orders and that's it and this one's like a fully fleshed out fun yeah. character that Kevin Ron plays so it's it's really nice to uh, to see that those are the things that are that are different but at, at its core it's you know crazy cop and a good cop that may retire at any moment. Right. And well, and they, I love that they brought in actors that have these great personalities. And then, of course, it's the quirky, because you mentioned your character, Bernard Scorsese, who's he's the medical examiner, the forensic guy, but he's also an aspiring screenwriter. Can you tell us a little bit about your character? Sure. Yeah. Um, what's funny is that, like, when, when I first talked to Matt Miller about the character, I had already been hired and was at the table read with everybody else. And, uh, and I was like, we just finished the table read. And he, and, and I went up to him and I was like, hey, it was Matt Miller and Mick G standing next to him. And I was like, so what do you guys think? And and Matt was like, ah, just do your thing. We really like what you're doing. And I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, Easy. Cool. Uh, right. and, and then, and since then we've had a lot more conversations that more in depth was just like, you know, more about what Scorsese's deal is and how he reacts in certain situations and stuff like that. But in general, it's really nice to play a character coming from a, uh, me personally, coming from a, a comedic background, it's cool to be the comic relief in a drama because then allows me to do uh, both the comedy and the drama as well. And, and just have, you know, a guy that's like really good at his job that also is, uh, you know, moonlighting as a, as a screenwriter. It's really fun. Cause like, that's what Los Angeles is all about. Like everybody right, exactly. here has yeah. a script in their back. Has, has, yeah. Everybody here has a script in their back pocket and there's, and there's, you know, Scorsese is no different from that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that he has such a really important job. Yeah, like he's, he's, a, like, yeah, he's but, a forensic scientist. But, but he's reading scripts on his side. Yeah, I his love breaks. that. Yeah. It's so Sounds perfect. Like my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the one, yeah, that's the one thing that we, that's the one thing we haven't gotten involved in yet is how, like, what happened after he went to film school that yeah. he had to, like, drop it completely right. and then also somehow become a, uh, you know, pathologist. There's a lot of, there's still a lot of uh, stuff shrouded in mystery that we need to uh, crack open. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, in the coming seasons, I'm sure you'll, you'll get it. Now, we mentioned earlier, you have some impeccable style. Where, where does that sense of fashion come from? Where do you get that? Oh, thanks, oh, thanks man. Um, I think it's something that I've always been, I've always really been interested in fashion, but, uh, you know, comedians generally don't make a lot of money 
and uh, and that's why I think that's why they all they're always wearing like you know either a black or brown or gray hoodie, yeah, right, and some <laughs> kind of pants. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, the only the, the only way you could describe the pants is like I don't know, it's some kind of pant, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it functions. Yeah, right. It, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and a graphic tee or something like that. And right. So um, I don't know. So like as, as soon as I started like uh, being able to sustain. Um, and you know, have a little bit of surplus. Uh, I, I've just, I was like, it finally allowed me to dress the way I want. And I, I don't know. I've always thought it was cool to, to be overdressed. Like I, I think there's no such thing as actually as being overdressed. Um, because obviously, if you show up to a place underdressed, then you feel like hell and you want to leave. But yeah. then if you're like, I don't know, even if it's an absurd place like a barbecue and you're wearing a tuxedo, like people might tease you. But at the same time, it's like you don't look bad. Right, right, care. right. You know. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so I think uh, I just like always like the idea of wearing different permutations of suits and suit separates and, uh, and really, uh, try to make myself, um, I don't know, just always look put together because it, it, it does almost feel like a costume for myself where it makes me feel like I could do anything. And, and if I, if I meet anybody under any circumstances and I'm, uh, dressed the way I am, and I'm never feeling like, oh, I wish I wasn't wearing this right now. If this person, right. you know, met me, I wish I was doing something else. And so, uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's just something I've always, like, been mildly interested in. And as soon as I could, you know, afford an outfit, <laughs> then, right. I was able to, then I started putting more eggs in that basket. Well, because you definitely have, like, a distinct point of view, I think, with your style, do you think you're ever going to venture out into the fashion world in some way? Or have you done it already? Or Yeah, I, yeah, I do have, like, I have a... Um, one of the many notes I have uh, on my iPhone is like a fashion one. It's just like little ideas I have here and there nice. for a fashion line that I would like to start up soon. Nice. Um, and I have like a, uh, I have a few things sketched out, but it's so funny because like with acting, especially it's so difficult to focus on anything else because you just are going like, I, uh, I want to know what the next gig is. I want to know what right. the next gig is. I'm, you know, preparing mm-hmm. for this audition. I need to be on on top of my next show or whatever. So, like now that I'm on a, uh, I'm on a television show, it allows me to, for the first time, try to figure out a different industry. Um, because something like the fashion industry is just like completely, like I have no idea what step one is. Like honestly, like <laughs> like because I mean I can't sew obviously, and I don't know any seamstresses. So I guess that would be the right. first thing to be like, hey. Uh, Craigslist, um, right, right. You know, per- person with an idea, searching someone who could stitch together clothing. Right. Well, you know what? You have enough drag queens out there. That's who you have to hook up with because <laughs> they are really good seamstresses. I just they, want to say. Well, some of them. <laughs> well, right. some of them. Most of them. Listen. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you guess you're about to point me in the right direction. Hey, yeah, right. Yeah, we definitely. will. We will hook you up. We will. We will. <laughs> well, I. Okay. So I have a question. Yeah, we were reading um, about you, and we saw that Eddie Izzard's HBO special, Dressed to Kill. That was kind of a big aha moment for you. Can you kind of talk to us a little bit about what yeah. that was and what why it struck out for you? Yeah, I was just I was thinking about that when you asked me how I got started. Um, yeah, I realized that I skipped a few. Uh, a few, well, I guess one chapter, and that was when it, it had it, I, it had never occurred to me to ever do comedy on stage until I was flipping through uh, channels at home um, at my parents' house, and I guess I was, uh-huh. I forget if I was, a, I may have been like a sophomore in high school, and I remember, you know, I've never been um, anti, like I've never, even though I grew up in like a, 
you know, I was born in Brooklyn, but then eventually uh, most of my upbringing was in the Northeast Pennsylvania. And our high school was like 89% white. Uh, oh, wow. But which is like for a town like, which a town like that is like super low. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is kind of funny. But, and I've always, I knew like some people that were my friend who, uh, I knew I had some friends that were gay, but like, you know, we didn't talk about it ever. It just was like, it was a thing. Like nobody was really homophobic. It was just like whatever. And so when I, when I all of a sudden saw like, you know, Eddie Izzard dressed uh, as a transvestite uh, mm-hmm. on television doing stand up, like initially I was just like, oh, you know, that's weird. I don't know anything about right. this. And it's just kind of weird. But, mm-hmm. and then, but like I heard his joke and his joke was just like something I never really heard of before. Uh, he was talking about how, how he's a different, like a type of transvestite that he's like an action transvestite and he's like an executive transvestite and all of a sudden I was like, what? And (laughs) and so I just like lingered and then next thing I knew I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is unbelievable what what I'm watching. Like he's so funny and he's like so smart and that's what I've always gravitated towards is uh, just really smart comedy. I, I I would rather have nobody in the audience laugh if the joke is so intelligent rather than like, you know, making something uh, dumbed down just to make people like understand it, and he's really good at getting people to understand a really intelligent joke as right, he's like, yeah, totally. using moments in in history and Greek oh, mythology yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and I've never seen anything like it, nor anything like him. And then when I watched more of his stuff and found out that he w- like would improvise a lot of it, I was just like, my mind is blown. And that's like the first time that I you know was he like incepted into my brain like, oh maybe you. Like if it's something like that, that I would do. If I would, I'd watched Richard Pryor and Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy and all those things, and I never felt like that's something I wanted to do until I saw Eddie Izzard and um and I went to the the premiere of Victoria and Abdul this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is a movie that he's in with Judy, uh, Dame Judi Dench, yes. and and I and I made sure that I met him. He's like the, he's the person for me. He's like the reason, you know. Oh. Um, and when I met and when I met him, he was like so cool, and I was like, "Yo, dude, like you're the reason I got mm-hmm. into comedy," and uh, and you're just like so like I don't even know what I said, and 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 he um, and we kind of like broke up. Uh, oh, he said something about I was wearing a you know fancy outfit, of course, and he said something about it, and uh, said something about my shoes, and I was like, "That's awesome," and uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, goodbye, thank you for your your yeah. time," and. Then I kind of, and then I doubled back and I was like, dude, you're literally the only person I would ask for for a photo. Like, can I get a photo with you? And he was like, yeah, of course. He was like, and he said some joke about being really good, uh, or really exceptionally good at selfies for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, and and so he like so he like took my phone and took a selfie and I was just like, oh my god, everything else uh, from here is like right? downhill yeah. at an exceedingly fast rate. He was cool. Yeah, and I have to say, I mean, I agree because that uh, Dress to Kill is one of the definitive comedy specials that I've ever seen. It's amazing. I'm obsessed with him ever since seeing that Mm because I had that same Mm -hmm. kind of experience. Now, you mentioned, you know, that he does a lot of, he improvises a lot of his work. Of course, you have background in, in improv. What's it like working with a guy like Damon Wayans who is crazy good? At improv, is it intimidating, or how do you play off each other when he is? I mean, that's what he's known for. Yeah, it was it was intimidating um, at first, just because I mean, how how could it not be? It's always in the back of your your brain, you well, know, yeah. unless unless I'd already unless I'd already been like you know nationally known as a as a comic, which uh, or an improviser, which I wasn't. 
Um, I you I didn't walk in there with any. I mean, I I I tried to always be like this, but I had no ego whatsoever. I was just like, dude, right. this is his show. I'm in it. If I can make him laugh, cool. If I can make a joke, cool. But I'm not right. going to try to you know shoehorn any any of those things. Oh well, yeah. And from from day one, uh, from day one, like I, my one of my scenes, uh, there's a scene in the morgue in the pilot, and that was the first scene that was shot in the pilot. That was day oh, one wow. of sixteen. Um, and so, and there was like no time to think. I just like all of a sudden was shooting a show. And then we had an opportunity where I, I mean, I had maybe exchanged five words with, with Damon by that point and claim as well. And, um, and then there was an opportunity to, to fill in some, some time with, uh, improv and McGee told us to improvise whatever we want as, as I'm taking this like body out of the freezer from the morgue. And, uh, and then, and, uh, and so the idea was that like, I wasn't, uh, I, I was coming in on my day off to help these guys with this uh, murder. Okay. And so, and and I told them that I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I'd rather be here than writing anyway, because writing sucks. And uh, <laughs> then Damon, they, and then Damon was like, what are you writing about your afro? And I was like, well, I'm not, uh, I'm certainly not writing about yours. <laughs> and it, just like, it, it, it came like flying out of my, my mouth, like before I had any chance to like think about who I was saying this to or what I was saying. And uh, and I will never ever forget his face because his face is just like oh okay we're gonna okay let's do it. That, we're gonna do that let's do that <laughs> and, uh, and then we just like and then we improvised like a bunch and it just kind of really set the tone for for the rest of the experience and and since then now it's like you know there's there's an episode last year where uh, Scorsese was uh, he field tested some drugs that were basically were some like super Adderall. And, uh, so uh, in the scene, um, I was able to go real nuts and just like, you know, be <laughs> really, really insane. And, uh, and they let me, uh, loose and improvise a ton. And afterwards, like, you know, like Damon was, was, was like cracking up and afterwards he, like we wrapped the scene and he came back into the room and shook my hand and he was like, that was really funny, man. And I was just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this, I, I was like this is the whole yeah, I was like, this is the whole thing. I was like, can we, let's get Dan Rather over here and witness this and just put it on TV so everybody knows that this happened. Exactly. Um, it's real. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, so it was just like, so there's been a lot of moments like that where, like, I think right. da- Damon really enjoys, um, okay. like, he, uh, he's not a ham, which is really interesting because you think he might be. Right. And so you see him light up in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's, so it's, I think he, like we share a lot of joy knowing that we're going to be in some scenes together. Cause it's like, you know, whenever Scorsese is around, it's whenever it's like, he always has an ulterior motive and it's, it, there's always something going on that has nothing to do with the plot right. just to be able to do some gags. And so <laughs> I think it's really fun for, for whenever I'm in the scene, cause everybody knows it's kind of going to be like a silly one and just like, you know, yeah. not any of the heavy, you know, ring feeding his father's face kind of thing. Right. 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 Totally. Now, so I love that, you know, there's this great dynamic on there. Is there, before we wrap up here, is there anything coming up for you that isn't on Lethal Weapon that's maybe a personal project or anything like that? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm currently in the middle of doing a webcomic uh, that I'm writing, and, um, and I'm actually the main, main character and uh, <laughs> kind of poking, poking fun at pop culture that my sister-in-law is, oh, uh, is yeah. uh, she's, doing all the art yeah and so we're hoping to uh, we have like a few of them done so far i have like 30 of them written so we're like that's like percolating um and then in my in the hiatus in april i'm, I'm hoping to shoot a short film that i'm writing 
that's more like a it's like a slightly serious rom-com quick 10 minute thing two scenes and uh yeah and then i actually shot a short film at the end of the year um that is to bring awareness to the sex trafficking uh trade okay and wow, so yeah. and that was like dead dead serious and i played like this like really like shitty pimp character yeah. <laughs> um and that was and that was really fun that was really yeah. fun because it was like the it was all the producers were women i was the only uh male in the cast and uh and it was a really phenomenal experience to be like, yeah, so I yeah. want to be in on more sets like this. And it's really great to be able to act and, and learn and have fun on a set like that. That's also for a really good cause. Right. And I didn't say any jokes. There was like no jokes. I was completely oh, just, like, I didn't look. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I looked completely different. And it was, and it was, it was very, very different from Scorsese. So I was really mm-hmm. thankful to be able to, uh, to do something like that. Well, it's good. Yeah. It's good to have that diversity in, in how much and what kind of projects you do. Well, that's awesome that you have so much cool stuff coming on. We're looking forward to all of it. Um, and yeah. thank you so oh, thanks, much man. for coming yeah. on. Thanks. We, we will remind our listeners. You can catch yeah. lethal weapon on Tuesdays on Fox eight, seven central. Thanks mm-hmm. for spending yeah. some time with us this evening. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank mm. you. This is awesome. Uh, awesome. I, I hope and I uh, and I assume I will be asked back. Of oh, course. Obviously. Except we're go we're moving to LA, so we're so gonna actually have it'll you come be in into the studio, you know, between oh, us great. working our day job oh, and great. then trying to sell a script. You know, the normal. <laughs> oh cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cool. No, that's oh. awesome. Yeah, okay. Well, luck. thank you so much and we will see you soon. Yeah, definitely. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And again, that was Jonathan Fernandez. He stars as Scorsese on the Lethal Weapon on Fox's Lethal Weapon, which airs Tuesdays at eight o'clock, seven central. He's a really smart guy. Yeah, like he really smart. he he does like he said he likes a smart comedy, and that's well, that's exactly that's it. why his character Scorsese is yeah. when you watch the scenes with him. First right. of all, he's very entertaining, but it's very smart, dry. Yes, just well, deliver, and it's great. I it's mean, all in his personality. He's a medical examiner and a forensic scientist. He has and, to have that dry, smart humor. And this is what I'm gonna say. So I was yeah. watching some the other day. Yeah. Um, he's also writing a yeah. script, and he will. Throughout the scenes, he will drop yeah. little hints on what this script is. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a big yeah. like monster, and I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's probably so, super cheesy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so much fun. So that's yeah. really cool. He's a really cool guy. His fashion, I would suggest uh, people go to Jonathan yes. with an H, J-O-H, and yeah. JonathanFernandez.com. There's another wow. one person yeah yes. there is there's a reality i know you see but you look so good i agree i saw his fashion and i was like dang girl i gotta take some tips I mean, right i know yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna go raid his wardrobe i know that? i need to like i need to get a um mm. uh spanks and then <laughs> there, there and you then go yeah raid the wardrobe yeah, no but exactly. he's a lot of fun definitely check out the show oh yeah and like always this is what we do uh, this, this is, is what we do for you. Oh, wow. So we bring all the hit shows, the great actors, <laughs> and we're going to LA. So there you go. Uh-huh. All the cool stuff wrapped in a, in a very in a succinct, little, all that in a bag efficient, of chips. there you exactly. go. Exactly. Done. Uh-huh. So until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just, just do it. Jonathan and Sergey. Yeah, like whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.